Jesus, good morning. Thank you for this Wednesday morning that you've blessed us with. And uh, Lord, just help us to, again, just kind of settle down, calm our minds, and um, just hear from you this morning, Lord, that uh, words that you want uh, to impress upon us, to encourage us, of course, and to equip us for, for today. And thank you in advance for what you have in store for us. Thank you for Rick and Faye and the boys and his business and his ministry and his leadership. We love Rick. We love you, Lord. Amen. Rick Meyer. Amen. Jerry Bearman. Good morning, buddy. Good morning, Jerry. I was, uh, was going to talk. This phrase came up um, Monday morning in a conversation with a friend and I, and the phrase is wholeness and fullness. Hmm. wholeness and fullness and where it came from and this ties into what jacob was sharing yesterday towards the end of the psp uh was when we quoted that verse in corinthians essentially about knowledge and how knowledge is good theology is good but but really wholehearted devotion and connection with god is is the goal yeah and so the conversation I was having uh, with a friend was essentially around, he, he kind of had, I would say, let's just call it a, a um, revelation around this fact of he's been striving after knowledge and theology. And that's kind of been his entry point into Christianity. And, and he's realized uh, in some ways the emptiness that that can provide if it's not coupled with the intimacy with God. Mm -hmm. And so he was just sharing, you know, how he's feeling, uh, um, focusing more on who he is as a child of God and, and not what Charles Spurgeon says about, you know, suffering. Um, and, you know, and so, and, and I just felt like, you know, that, that wholeness, that, that wholeheartedness, brings fullness of life. Mm -hmm. And again, I'm not, I don't, I'm not suggesting we don't, uh, we don't have theology. We don't grow in our knowledge. In fact, we, Jesus calls us to grow. Paul calls us to grow, to gain wisdom and knowledge. And, mm -hmm. But I think it's just understand the balance thereof. And so I want to unpack this idea of, of wholeness leads to fullness or, or wholeheartedness leads to abundance. And we're going to, we're going to come, we're going to come at you this morning from the Pentateuch, Jerry. What do you know? What do you know? What the Pentateuch is? Nope. But if, when my kids Pentateuch, I make them clean up after themselves. <laughs> oh my gosh! Well, do you know what the Pentagon is, Jerry? Uh, in the in Washington, the Pentagon. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Why is it called the Pentagon? I don't know. Because it's got five sides, Jerry. Oh, thank you. And the Pentateuch. Is the first five books of the Bible. Ah, brilliant. Revelation this morning. Okay. So I'm gonna. I've I've been I've been reading through the Pentateuch and and so uh, there's surprisingly good stuff in there. Numbers. I mean, it's it's yeah. So I'm gonna hopefully unpack this a little bit. So I'm gonna start out in Deuteronomy one, thirty four to thirty six. And it says this, when the Lord heard what you said, he was angry and solemnly swore, not a man of this evil generation shall see the good land I swore to give your fathers. 
except Caleb, son of Jephunneh. So this, the context of this is essentially uh, the Israelites in the desert, Moses, God, uh, these, the Israelites and their stupidity and their devotion, then rebellion, and then devotion, and then rebellion. And it's just this constant mm. cycle. Mm -hmm. So again, so the Lord is saying, uh, because of this evil generation, um, the Israelites that have just have have moved from relationship with god he bans any of them from entering into the promised land except caleb he will see it and i will give him and his descendants the land he set his feet on because he followed the lord wholeheartedly mm. so i just love that phrase because he followed the lord wholeheartedly so this man caleb stood out among hundreds of thousands of israelites because all of them uh, were given the sentence of not entering in the promised land except for Caleb. And why? Because he followed the Lord wholeheartedly. And a couple other chapters down, Deuteronomy 6, starting in verse 4. And this is the, uh, the Jewish Shema. Shema. Shema? I think it's Shema. Um, this is a really important verse in the Jewish culture, and it says this, starting in verse 4, we're going to go all the way to 9. Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength. I'm sure, Jerry, you are very familiar with that verse. Jesus repeats that verse in the New Testament. So this is the idea of, of loving your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength. Mm. These commandments that I give you today are to be upon your hearts and press them on your children. Talk about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road, when you lie down and when you get up. Tie them as symbols on your hands and bind them on your foreheads. Write them on the door frames of your houses and on your gates. Mm. Uh, at one point in my life, I had a house with a gate we lived in Uganda and it was a, a, a fenced compound. And so I literally took chalk and I wrote this on there. Um, then it goes on. So that's the, the whole hardness side of stuff is love the Lord your God with all your heart. And then it goes down. And then so bringing into the fullness side of things, it starts in verse 10. It says, when the Lord your God brings you into the land, he swore to your father's a land with large flourishing cities that you did not build houses filled with all kinds of good things. You did not provide wells. You did not dig and vineyards and olive groves. You did not plant. Then when you eat and are satisfied, be careful that you do not forget the Lord who brought you out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. So this idea of, of wholehearted devotion mm -hmm. to God, loving him with your whole heart, soul, mind, and strength. And what God does with that is abundance. Mm -hmm is fullness, yeah. is bringing his people into a land of overflow. Oh. Staying in that same area, Deuteronomy 5, one of my, uh, we're going to talk about one of my favorite thing, themes, which is often, is repeated often, specifically in the Pentateuch, is this idea of listening and obeying. And I try to parent my kids this way. Just, would you listen and obey? It doesn't work, but I think the idea is good. De is good idea. Deuteronomy, Deuteronomy 5, 27. 
Go near and listen to all that the Lord our God says. Then tell us whatever the Lord our God tells you. We will listen and obey. Mm. And then it goes down. So that's the that's the wholeness side of the, the equation. So the fullness side of the equation is so that it might go well with them and their children forever. So if we listen and obey God with all of our heart, it will go well with us and our children. And that command, again, is repeated in the New Testament. It's the only command with a promise, it says. Mm -hmm. And so, again, I, with my kids, I strive to, I strive to, to tell them, like, hey, boys, if you, there are things that I know that you don't know. And so when I tell you things, I, I do that out of a desire for you, for it to go well with you, right? Don't touch the hot pot on the stove. I'm not telling you no just because I want to tell you no. I'm telling you no because I know it's good for you. And so try and, and it's just interesting to consider God, I feel like, is the same way. He's like, children, listen, I know what's good for you. I've laid it out in the Bible. I've, I've, I've used pe person after person and people group after people group and story after story and parable after parable to, to try to express to you what is good. Mm -hmm. I've given you all these commands, not as an oppression not as a, a list of to-dos, but as so, so that it, it leads to fullness of life. So if we're able to listen and obey to his commands, to love them, to, as David talks about, they're just like honey to his lips. If we can do that, I, I, what that does is not lead to uh, oppression. It does not lead to confining areas of your life. It does not lead to fences, but it leads to open pastures. It leads to fullness of life. It leads to cities that that are just overflowing with abundance mm. further along in deuteronomy 10 the whole the wholeness part is this deuteronomy 10 12 and now israel what does the lord your god ask of you but to fear the lord your god to walk in all his ways to love him to serve the lord your god with all your heart and with all your soul and to observe the Lord's commands and decrees that I am giving you today for your own good. Again, loving him with all of your heart, all of your soul. The fullness or abundant side comes down a little farther. And it says this. You ready, Jerry? I'm ready. I'm taking notes. To the Lord your God belongs the heavens, even the highest heavens, the earth and everything in it. Yet the Lord set his affection on your forefathers and loved them. And he chose you, you their descendants, above all the nations as it is today. Your forefathers who went down into Egypt were 70 in all. And now the Lord your God has made you as numerous as the stars in the sky. Mm -hmm. So again, God's talking about here. Um, fearing the Lord, walking in his ways, loving him and serving him with all of your heart and soul, observing these commands. And, it, and he says, and decrees that I'm giving you today that for your own good. And what happens when that happens, which is the same promise he gave in, in the Garden of Eden. Uh, sorry that he gave to, uh, well, he, he gave the command to go and, and be fruitful, and multiply. And then he told Abraham, you know, your, your, um, descendants were outnumber the stars and so here he, he said that i've made you numerous as the stars so that abundance from obedience is coming through last one deuteronomy 30 
and this comes from a kind of an if then quantifying statement. And it says this, Deuteronomy 30, 10. If you obey the Lord, your God, and keep his commands and decrees that are written in this book of the law, and turn to the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul. And jumping back to verse 9, then the Lord your God will make you mo the most prosperous in all, all the work of your hands and in the fruit of your womb. The young of your livestock and the crops of your land, the Lord will again delight in you and make you prosperous, just as he delighted in your fathers. Now, what I am not suggesting is that there's formula to relationship. I'm not suggesting that if you listen and obey to God and if you follow his commands, that he will just magically provide abundance mm -hmm. of stuff. For you. The goal in a relationship with God is never stuff. It's always relationship. Mm -hmm. And so like a good father, God, the father gives his kids fullness of life and abundant life. But a lot of times that doesn't look like what we think it might look like. And sometimes it does straight up look like, you know, I think about some of the stories of, um, I forget it was Abraham's kids or somebody some of them. And like, he just flat out, I mean, Abraham himself, he just gave him tons of stuff, mm -hmm. livestock, just everywhere, just all kinds of stuff. Um, and so sometimes it looks like that, but the, the goal is obedience to God. The goal is not to just gain worldly stuff. The goal is to gain abundant life in him. Right. And Jesus talks about that. I have come not that I've come and uh, to give abundant life. And so what does that abundant life look like? It looks like, it looks like relationship with him. It looks like him changing your desires to be his desires. It looks like you wholeheartedly serving God with all of your heart, with all of your soul and with all of your strength. And out of that flows abundance. And it doesn't matter what, what it is because you, you already gained that through that wholehearted devotion. Mm -hmm. And quickly in, in Luke, um, I think I talk about this every time, but it's a rich young ruler story. Mm -hmm. And he says, you know, hey, what do I need to do to inherit eternal life? Jesus says, obey the laws. Rich young ruler says, yeah, I did that. Then he says something. You still lack one thing. So everything you have and give to the poor, then come follow me and you have treasures in heaven. And so and what he's doing here is he's telling this guy, you need you need to love and serve me with everything you have. You're trying to you're trying to achieve eternal life through obedience, and it's not just obedience. It is obedience, but it's not just obedience. It's wholehearted love and devotion to the King of Kings and to the Lord of Lords. And I want to end with a priestly blessing, which uh, Brad Ewing first brought this song to the table in the middle of COVID as an encouragement for him, mm -hmm. and it's straight out of straight out of Numbers. Um, and uh, I think it ties in well with this idea of wholeness and fullness. And it says this, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord turn his face towards you and give you peace. Hmm. That's, good. That's good, Rick. So one of the things that I'm going to continue our conversation over uh, breakfast with you in a minute is why do I hold back? Like why? With the wholeness, why don't why don't I give uh, give everything uh, to the Lord? Um, so we'll we'll 
we'll unpack that a little bit over breakfast. Um, it's good stuff, man. It's really good stuff. Thanks for leading and pray us into the rest of our uh, our Wednesday, please, Rick. Will do. Uh, Heavenly Father, thank you that you are a good father. Thank you that you desire what is best for us, that you offer us abundant life, fullness in you. There's nothing that we lack. You have given us everything we need for every good work. So I pray that you would open our eyes and illuminate our hearts and empower our hands to do your good work and to love you with every fiber of our being so that we may enter into that rest, that peace, and that hope that we have to be found only in you. Mm -hmm. In your son, Jesus, we pray. Amen. 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 Well done.